0: Up on all the live shows right here on Africatechradio.com Welcome to my side of tech, I'm Tony. I'm here every weekday. Every weekday means Mondays to Friday, right? Okay, let's continue with the flow. 9 a.m. GMT plus 1. Yes, I share stories and experiences of tech. On the continent of Africa, mm-hmm. that's what I do here every day—from digging deep into the rubbles of tech to find what's on for today. I mean, like what's today in the history of tech? To sharing the juiciest and juiciest juice, like I did last week. Last week had a lot of first, right? And then I share a very weird, weird yeah, yeah, weird news or weird story or weird innovation i don't know just something like that anything that i'm very sure i didn't make up even if it would sound like i made it up just to make you feel good yes you could follow our conversations on social media at a tech radio on instagram and at africa tech radio on facebook and on twitter the major discussion for me last week was the 40 walk week the four-day work week. Are we ready on the continent of Africa looking at our culture, our work culture, looking at where we are with hybrid work, looking at where we are with our economy, like money, unemployment, and things like that. And this week, it's another totally different conversation, but you have to sit tight to know exactly what this week will be all about. You can talk to me on WhatsApp too. Text or send a voice note on 913 558 You would need to add plus two, three, four if you're not in Nigeria. Welcome to my side of tech as everyone is racing, racing and racing to start their week on a very, very money making mindset. I just gentle you know like nato c i'm making it too but you know you know gentler way okay so that's about it as i can't miss the money next as we begin on the side of tech don't go anywhere you're listening to tony's tech side okay so welcome back to tony's tech side i'm here at 9am GMT plus one every weekday just in case you just joined yes so today we're digging deep into the rebels of history but one is really worth bringing to your notice today the 6th of february 1971 when alan Shepard hit the first golf ball on the moon <laughs> uh, talking about playing golf on the moon it was the apollo 14 yeah he was an astronaut on it when he you know did that feat He used a sixth ion attached to a sample collection to make that happen. I'm actually looking at the picture here now and I'm like, oh my God. So he was in the Navy and he died in the year 1998. He was an American astronaut, a naval aviator, test pilot and, and also a businessman. He became the second person and the first American to travel into space. And in 1971, the fifth and oldest person to walk on the moon at the age of 47 he was almost 50 when that happened so yeah you have it here this is today in the world of tech history digging deep into the rubbles now it's very important that you learn something right right here while you're with me not just this but something that is seen as very trivial very ordinary But in the real sense of it, you're not really sure if you know it or if you don't know it. So, learn a tech word today is the word soft copy. Mm -hmm. Soft copy. And you say, oh, let me do a soft copy for you. Oh, no, let's uh, send you a soft copy. Do you really know what a soft copy means? Right? Do you? So, let's put it this way. A soft copy, usually of a document, right, is a digital copy. I mean, one that does not exist in the physical form. Or it does not exist on paper, right? Instead, it is stored in machine language or stored using binary, you know, zeros and ones. It can be on a device. It can be also on a hardware setup. Now, soft copies are managed much more differently than the traditional hard copies that predated the advance of digital media in the 20th and 21st century. The general idea of soft copies, you know, brings up a lot of issues around how these things were created, stored, how they're maintained, and how we actually should take care of documents. Many soft copies have been made of extremely old documents. That is, they, you know, for example, take pictures, you know, and then they store them. Or they're made of extremely old documents that predate technology and they are handled much more differently than the originals. Companies, you know, create radically different plans also for soft copy archiving, documentation, and retrieval than they do for documents that must be kept on paper or in hard copies. Because soft copies are often seen as less vulnerable than hard copies of a document, right? Um, They're in some way much more durable right now. For example, a hard copy can be twisted like paper. You can fold it. You can it, it can be dirty. It can be burnt. It can be lost. It can be torn. A copy, on the other hand, if it's placed in a proper hardware structure, remains very immune to all of these things I just mentioned practically forever. As far as you know that the where it is being stored you can access it at any point in time now this is now the issue we have with soft copies soft copies have their limitations some have to do with the hardware system for example if <laughs> if this is a particular kind of pc personal computer or desktop computer and that particular hardware nobody uses it anymore and you have a document on that particular hardware The question now becomes, how do you transfer that document to one now so that you can edit or something? And that's another thing, software, right? Software also. So when softwares get updated and things like that, for you to not just access but be able to maintain maintain that particular soft copy now becomes an issue. That's why most times you're always, you know, when you have upgrades, you know, you have to store them properly first. And then when there's an upgrade, you like, you know, upgrade to the next, next system, next system, next system, whether it's hardware or software system. Now, you know, difference in durability, that's how durable it is, how portable it is. That's not portable, the saying about how it can be moved from one place to another across devices. And also the use of these Whether I soft copy or hard copy You have to think You know about what These things I've just mentioned right When you're saying you want a soft copy Or you want hard copying Now that's basically literally what it is So the next time you say Oh I want it as a soft copy or I want it as hard copy um, You're not mixing things up in your head And you're very very sure what you mean As we go out today let's just unleash the us in us yeah and don't look back i was watching a short clip this morning and someone was advising someone else to like you know pursue your dreams and everything and you know they just quoted that very famous one of you know if you don't do that you're going to just have regret. so i say to you today as we get into the new week yeah there are a lot of stories from the weekend and the week before but I want you to unleash all of that you need to unleash today and keep on doing this all through the week. Stay on the side with me. When I return, I'll share more stories. Stick around on Tony's Tech Side. Okay, so... There's a lot of celebration going on in some, you know, in a camp and some review, of course, going on in another camp. And this is talking the Grammys and the two people who have been pitched all good and good looking out to Thames and then for the savagery that's going on you know targeted at Bernard Kuma we really don't have to do this if you really don't know what happened at the Grammys I think Booty would give you like a rundown of it properly but this is me saying that we have to be heard we must be heard you know I saw clips and videos of how well we're doing as a continent—Africa, Nigeria, South Africa, Benin Republic—you know we've been doing good, we've been doing great, but then this time the recognition is kind of like a hundred—it's like a hundred percent, a hundred hundred percent and I must say to everyone who's really really contributed one thing or the other to you know the success that we're seeing now in the music industry you know big ups and good looking up to you let's continue but let's not just stop here let's move the successes we've experienced in the music industry to other industries from entertainment let's move it also to energy let's move it also to economy let's move it to unemployment to label to anything and everything right because if we can do it In music and entertainment Then we can do it everywhere If we can get on their stage And own their stage Music wise Entertainment wise Then we can do everything else We can own whatever stage it is That has been created by them And then it's also important to know That we should also take the cue To start creating our own bigger and larger stages There's something Mi said When he was talking in Abuja A TED talk right In Abuja He said that if you look at these things These people have been collaborating For a long time And they've done it consistently. We need to do more collaboration, right? And less fighting. So all those people who are throwing jabs at burner, you know, you know, for all everything that's been happening, come on, let's build together. That's the only way we can create such a big and large space that it is actually big enough for everyone to stand on and perform and not feel like they're in a small space. And the sky will be the starting point. Just come to think of it, the Grammy has grown so big that it's taking on African, like it has like an African kind of, you know, perspective. It has like the South American and perspectives to the kind of songs. They have their own categories and they have our own categories on that one award board. And they have all kinds of songs, all kinds of songs. What is remaining is for them to add Juju and Akbar and the rest and the kind of music we play to their own board so that it's inclusive, right? Let's also think that way. And if you got a Grammy, you got a Grammy. Like, nobody really cares. You're a Grammy award winner and you're celebrated, right? You are celebrated. Right now, we'll be moving into the talks proper. I'll be sharing stories and, you know, top stories that I think are worth And I'll be telling you my two cents about the stories from Meta trying to do something. They're trying to do like this whole verification thing on IG and on Facebook. I don't think it's... That's my two cents anyway. When I return, I'll let you know exactly what Meta is planning. And maybe if you have to pay for verification too on IG and on Facebook and any other platform that Meta actually owns. Big ups to terms, I must say. But before now... Let's zoom into like other proper conversations. Let's get down into business, bro. Lagos. Lagos. Africa. Africa. Africa Tech Radio. Africa Tech Radio. Okay, yeah, now back to business. We're done with the burner feud that has cost a lot of clubback and servitory on Nigeria's Twitter and online in Nigeria, social media generally, and we're back in business. And starting up this week, so just something we used do, you know, when we meet, like when we have like our morning meetings around here, we say, oh, what are like the things that, you know, you couldn't maybe fix last week? Like carryovers from last week. Carryover doesn't sound like a good thing for a student because it's used to depicting you know, like failure and everything. But the river from last week would be two MTN settling the huge tax claim against them by the Ghanaian government, and the second would be the fraud charges against Nigerian fintech Flutterwave being dropped. Now, when these news stories broke, We talked about how these things are important to track. And now that, you know, they have been settled somewhat, it's also important to clean up the name that has been dragged in the mud. So there was a 21-day negotiation period between MTN and Ghana. And during this time, the Guinean government... Withdrew the 13 billion rand and about 600 million plus in dollars tax claim that it put up against MTN. The potential fine represented about 5% of MTN's market capitalization, and the government's decision now removes that threat to this year's shareholder returns. Ghana has actually been demanding that some of the nation's largest companies pay millions of dollars in back taxes from gold fields to cosmos energy and tolo oil all of these people have received you know some similar bills to say oh you owe this this amount in back taxes and you have to pay and all of these companies have disputed the claims and ghana is cash trapped and they need this to happen as soon as possible Ghana lost access to international capital markets because of its ballooning debt and loan service costs. Nigeria, can you hear that? The government has been forced to allocate most of its revenue to service an estimated 810 billion rand of public debt. And it is restructuring most of its obligations, made a slump in the city, and is seeking another $3 billion loan from IMF. And this is not the only one I talked about. You know, the Flutterwave story, it broke. It was really big. The Kayon government has dropped charges of financial impropriety against Flutterwave Incorporation. Flutterwave is a Nigerian fintech company, in case you just heard the name for the first time. They help process payment, yeah? This comes seven months after the high court froze the company's money held in different bank accounts over allegations of money laundering. In August, there was some extra funds belonging to the company, you know, that were held. In fact, like, they just held their, they froze their accounts, basically, and it ran into millions of dollars. The Asset Recovery Agency in Kenya had obtained orders to freeze the account, saying it was the movement of billions of shillings transacted through Flutterwave. Now Flutterwave had also been accused of operating in the country without a valid license, yes, by the CBK, the most feared <laughs> central bank of Kenya, the governor Patrick Ndjoronge. The fintech company, Flutterwave, however, said that, you know, they applied for a license to operate as a payment service provider in 2019, but are yet to receive it from the CBK. And this is tied to this DCPs too. That's the loan guys, the guys that give out loans here. Over 380 applications and, you know, so far just about 22 have been resolved. Now, the withdrawal of this charge is a big relief for Flutterwave, you know, because they're preparing for an IPO initial public offering on the NASDAQ stock exchange. Everyone knows Flutterwave, just like Paystack, right? It was founded in 2016 by Inyabuyeji, Inyolua, Boyeji, Olubenga Agbola, and Adilike Adekoya, and of course, headquarters in San Francisco, California. So far, so far, the values are three billion dollars, and they've raised more than four hundred and fifty million dollars in VC funding. So right now, it's not really clear if the withdrawal of the case means Flutterwave will now continue operating in the country or not. But it's a huge relief for Flutterwave, I must say. And all the stories that went on, like that went to arrive during that time... You know how they dragged, not just him, especially Aguilar and everything that Flutter ever done, like in the mud. This doesn't exactly clear their name alright, but then it gives everyone some form of focus. Less focus, less focus on some other things. It could be less focused on the real issues. And let's actually get them sorted out or let everyone just focus on, you know, ensuring that things are done in the right way. Regulators will regulate, potatoes will potate, right? Businesses will do business. So when I return, I'll talk about what Meta is doing now and how Meta might just but I see Twitter or Meta now. So Meta is thinking of introducing paid verification badges you know how you know the blue tick, yeah? they're thinking of doing it but then for you have to pay for it you know to get it just like what twitter did and everyone literally went mad on Twitter with the blue tick. I want to return. I'll share stories about that. For now, we're done with the, you know, flutter wave. You know, all of those stories that went down at that, that time. We're done with mud slinging and, you know, dragging people through the mud. We just want to focus now. From now on, it's real business, not a business as usual. You're listening to Tony's Tech Side. Okay, energy. So the energy I'm getting from everyone who is putting up a little effort into AR, VR, augmented reality, virtual reality, 3D related things. It's like really good energy because it seems like we don't know what this metaverse is about yet, but we just don't want to be left behind, right? Everyone is discussing something around that has something has to do with metaverse, NFTs, you know, anything around it. Even if we're not exactly sure how this is going to be realized at the end of the day, the concept and the fact that everyone is trying to keen in, in the little way they can is really, really important. The Interpol, yes, the Interpol. You heard me right. They are working on how to police the metaverse. How? They've actually set up their own metaverse space and they're just playing around with the things there for now. And they've just set it up for users to just come in and do whatever they want to do. Because according to them, if they're not in the metaverse, they can't really police the metaverse. You see all of you who are really running away, you know, thinking that, oh, the metaverse will be different from the real world or more police that enter metaverse. Uh, really not like the police police, but like the Interpol, International Police. So there really won't be any running away from the regulators in this new world, new digital space world we're trying to create, we're trying to bring about. Nah, nothing like that. Something else which I really think the energy and effort we're putting in on the continent based on what I've seen, what I've witnessed in the last two years, and it's important to note it and say, big ups to everyone who is, you know, invested in it is the space rush. Mm -hmm. Just over the weekend, someone was telling me that it costs a teeth. Okay, no, a teeth. I think a teeth costs quite, I don't know how much a teeth costs, but... The main thing is it costs a lot to actually own, you know, something that has to be Starlink. Yes. And the Internet is like really crazy, mad good. But then it costs as crazy and as good as it is. And the space rush is not something that just Europeans or Americans or Asians are pushing on the continent. There are lots of things happening, too, in the space. Industry, And when I talk about space, I mean anything that has to do with moving out of the Earth and anything that has to do with satellites, going to the moon, things like that. Exactly. That's what I mean. And if you're an African startup and you have ideas, innovations, things that have to do with the space or space missions, well, cloud computing giant Amazon Web Service, AWS, is inviting you to to apply for its AWS Space Accelerator. This is the third year it's happening and it's a four-week hybrid business support program that would help provide technical business and mentoring resources to space startups on the continent. What does it help them do? It empowers them by providing access to AWS platform to allow them to solve any kind of challenges that they are facing in the space industry. It's really important for these accelerators because you would think that you're actually doing a lot in your space until you get into spaces like this and you find what other people are doing. You get to connect and And then resources, really important tech resources and tools that would make work a lot more better and a lot easier for you will also be provided or given to you. And then mentoring, the mentoring is also a very, very big one that you would not get anywhere else. AWS is doing this with TechConnector. TechConnector is a research and innovation leader. They have over two decades of experience connecting emerging technologies with funding and partnership opportunities. So that's another thing you're most likely going to get out of this funding. Please apply, 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 apply if you can. Yes, and then please let us know how it goes. AWS Space Accelerator, just search for that. AWS Space Accelerator and you find the very nicely designed space one pager you know just click on apply now or learn more power by aws tech connect and ati very important okay moving on now to two stories the last two stories i'll be sharing today first is meta testing paid verified blue badges for instagram and for facebook yes you heard that right so just as it is for Twitter, Meta, too, they like copying. And thank God they changed their name from Facebook to Meta. But man, the copying, I think they carry that over because it just has not stopped. Meta has literally copied a lot of things. Okay, look at Instagram. We've seen features from Snapchat, from TikTok. Now it is what everyone knows Twitter for, the blue badge. And when I say the blue badge, I mean, you know, the blue tick. On Twitter, you can pay for it. You can own it. Although Twitter, you can just get it and you can pay for it. Although on Twitter, there's like a different, a little different. So you'd know that this person paid for his own verification. And this person worked based on social proof, actually has their own. Based on codes that a certain reverse engineer, Alexandro, noticed. Yeah, Meta is working on a new subscription feature that it's going to add to its apps. And by its apps, we mean Facebook and Instagram for now for all that we know and this is not just the only thing you'll be getting fewer ads between stories and posts. um you, you can also post longer stories ability to rearrange the bottom navigation menu these are the things that the blue badge will give you after paying the fee instagram's verification process has actually been chaotic for a while even though they've allowed users to request verification right from the app, only high value brands, celebrities, maybe personalities, and a few creators actually get the blue tick. It's a highly desired and wanted feature and some users even go through very illegal back channels to try to get that blue tick. Very recently, Meta has removed more than 300 verified badges that were acquired according to them in a very unscrupulous manner after some investigation that was made public by ProPublica. Once this feature rolls out, if it actually gets rolled out because of course Meta hasn't commented on the fact that, you know, someone sees that they're working on something like this, but a lot of aspiring influencers would jump on this, right? a lot of them will have to jump on this and, you know, would also have to think very well about how this should be implemented to avoid impersonation, avoid mischief as we saw on Twitter when they wrote that paid verification sometime late in 2022. Okay, now to the final story, the last story, which I think is really important that we all pay attention to. The fact that pop culture, according to a new report, is the biggest influencer of African youth. Yes, you heard it right not politicians not the economy not the government but pop culture and I think that's how we're going to you know like say thank you very much (laughs) Jeremy again tomorrow 9am JVT plus one when I share more stories and I share more experience about tech and much more things happening in the tech space on the continent here African knockout and Baga signing out